Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Mile High Vibes, your real estate and lifestyle show, where I, your host, Nick Bruce, will blend the art of storytelling with the intricacies of real estate and lifestyle. From the heart of Denver and beyond, join us every Monday as we explore the stories behind every home and dive into the vibrant worlds of music, cuisine, and adventure, and much, much, much more. So, I just want to introduce this show today, and I'm pretty excited because this show is really just talking about the different architects and how really a house becomes a home. Because that's one thing that I think everybody is curious about, just in general and and, and almost all the time. Because no matter where you are, if you're if you own your place or if you're just renting, we all want to have that that space that we can be like, no, this is ours. Sorry. Mm this makes me feel happy or this is where I go to meditate or, you know, this is, this is our bedroom or our entertainment room. So we're definitely diving into all of that, but I do want to discuss just three architects kind of briefly. Um, and I'm going to start doing this, you know, once a month. It's just kind of talking about a couple architects that I like. And it's not all the architects. And I, I wish I could talk about all the architects. Um, but I know that there's so many out there. And I do have a lot more in every almost every category that I really, really do just gravitate to and really, really like. Um, but for this per- for this episode and for this purpose, I'm going to talk about three. And the three that I'm going to talk about is Vorsanger Architects, Rowland, uh, Roland and Broughton, as well as Sexton Lawton Architects. And, and the reason I bring all three of them up is because they all three, to me, are either modern or contemporary kind of styling. Uh, and... That to me is probably one of my favorites, to be honest. I absolutely love contemporary style. I like modern. I like mid-century modern. Um, and I like turn of the century, you know. But at, at the same time, I think contemporary, modern contemporary would be more of my style and more of what I am really just kind of looking for. Um because I know that there's so much others, but w- more so of why these three is because I feel like they really do a lot of innovation and a lot of really interesting designs. Um, I know that Roland and Broughton, they were the ones that actually designed and were the architects for the w-, w Hotel in Aspen. And, you know, it's it's truly incredible. If you ever go out there, if you're just visiting, definitely check it out. It's a really cool hotel. Um, you know, the, the architects were very, very precise is, is not necessarily the right word, but they're very precise and intentional with how they were doing every single element. And I love how they were able to, and how all three of these groups are able to, and firms, sorry, all three of these firms are able to bring the outside endeavors and the outside adventures into every space that they actually create. And that's not very easy. At least I don't think that that's very easy to do. You know, I, I do a little bit of hobbying, you know, interior design, but I'm nowhere near my neighbor who's an interior design and, and the works that people can do in that capacity. But I do have to say that all three of these, these, these firms are truly just, 
ingenious with how they they put things together. And like I said, it's not just these three. There's other ones out there too, but these are at least the three that always catch my eye whenever I'm I'm looking for things uh, in that capacity, whether it's for clients or if I'm just you know looking for my dream house, you know, because aren't we all? But at the same time. Each one of these firms likes to create sustainability and they really like to use innovative materials, but not just that. They also really are, are very in tune with the outdoor spaces and, and keeping in harmony with how those spaces really reflect the house itself. Because, I mean, we all know that you're always going to be surrounded by nature or mostly surrounded by nature when you're living here in the Colorado area. So why not bring in those elements if that's why you moved out here or that's why you, you are up in the mountains. So to dive even more into things, you know, talking about the art of the interior design as well as the significance of it. And, you know, interior design is extremely important because that's what really transforms everything like you can you can throw you know a, a container in the woods and everyone will look at you like you're crazy probably if that's what you want to live out of but there's a lot of architects out there that blend those different elements and that's one thing that is truly mind-blowing so to bring something so i guess you can say harsh to something so raw and then make the interiors seamlessly blend and make you feel like you're in another world. That's truly an art form in itself. So even more than that, like, especially when you're, you're here in the Colorado area, because a lot of people are very much so into those different types of vibes and feels. When you step into each room, each room can be different. It doesn't necessarily have to be, but each room truly does embody that space, that arena, that that area, because even though it could be a, let's say, a six by six bathroom, you can make that bathroom extremely happy with wallpapers and and colors and different faucets, different sink colors, everything of that nature. That is where that true art form really shines is because is not really because, sorry, it's, it's through the understanding of the different elements. And that's one thing of, of why I feel interior design is so significant because you can have a space that makes you feel happy or a space that's like, oh my gosh, this is where I can go to meditate. And this is where I can go to go to sleep. And this is where I can go to, you know, have all my entertainment. So it's very, very significant in every capacity. And I'm not talking just for people that own their houses. This is, this is also important for those that are just renting. I mean, if, if you have a landlord that's okay with you, you know, painting your interior wall, go ahead and paint it. Just know that you're going to have to probably paint it when you get done. Um, and, and even more than that, it's each room or your house, moreover, is an embodiment of who you are too. And, and it shows the, the way that you present yourself and, and your creativity even. So uh, 
as well as lifestyle. I can definitely say that it's definitely about your lifestyle too. And we'll, we're going to dive into that in, in a few minutes, but definitely into that. Um, but with, with a lot of ways that interior designers can bring that vision to life and, and bring the personality and lifestyle of its inhabitants is kind of the same way of how I work and how I do business. It's really just going out and, and meeting those people and saying, Hey, let's, let's go around, let's go to a museum, let's go, you know, to shopping malls or, or, or something of that nature. I mean, getting out and connecting in that kind of a capacity to understand the real essence of who, who someone is, is always that other art form. It's always, what makes a home a house a home and and to me that's probably the most important thing out of anything about a home and, and your dwelling or or wherever you live is is how that home makes you feel and how that space makes you feel um i do think that even though people such as myself and i even checked with friends i mean i have a lot and some of my favorite interior designer one of my favorite interior designers there's there's two um and they are both in chicago and i met them both when i was in chicago um they are just absolutely incredible and i absolutely love with what they do i mean one of them is Michael Abrams and congratulations on your new project. First of all, cause that is truly amazing. Um, it, it's it, it, like I said, it's mind blowing with how all of these things really do tie together and how these people really bring a lot of these elements together. And, and I don't know. I mean, like I said, I'm truly just, always blown away with everything that they do and and how they do things and you know just all of those 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 good feels i guess you can say just because these guys are geniuses i mean it, it, i don't try to throw all these names out but like these guys i really just really do adore how all of their experience and all of their love and passion really shines and really shows with each individual project that they have it's, it's, it's truly incredible just look up even michael abrams i mean he's like i said truly an amazing and, and a genius when it comes to a lot of interior designs um even some of the other favorite realtors know these people some of the other favorite designers know these people um but shout out to you michael uh, congratulations again and i and i'm glad that you um I'm just glad that your business has exploded too. So it's, it's, it's great to see. Um, <laughs> anyway, the next thing I want to talk about is mountain homes versus your city home. So the architect is definitely going to be different uh, unless you're building both from scratch. Now, if you're building both from scratch, I mean, you can go almost sky's the limit with that, just depending on your budget, but the architectural and the design distinctions between the mountain homes and your urban homes are usually quite significant. I mean, typically in, in mountain homes, you're going to find something that's a little bit more like a cabin-like, I guess you can say. Um, you don't necessarily find a whole lot of contemporary styling, um, but I do 
I do think that Mountain Contemporary is going going to be a little bit more uh, in the forefront of, of people when they go to search for these places, only because I've started seeing that a little bit more and more. And what I mean by Mountain Contemporary is it's not necessarily your log cabin, but if you saw and you were driving by it, it would kind of give you somewhat of a, a, a reminisce or, or a thought of being a log cabin. But then they're also very contemporary. And on the inside, a lot of these houses are very contemporary, which absolutely love. Again, love contemporary styling. So <laughs> there's a bunch of challenges when it comes to designing homes and and mountain properties on rugged terrain on snowy landscapes uh, and, and complex areas versus in an urban development so there's a lot more support for one that has to go into the home especially if you're building it on the mountain because mountains move that's how they get formed you know they're they're always moving just a little bit so understanding and 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 calculating your your plans for that because you're probably going to have to have some steel beams going on and and steel beams for support and for structural things and 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 the way that you build a house in the city is very different than how you would build a house in the mountains so that's also where a lot of things come into play but at the same time when you're in the in, in the city, typically you can build just about whatever you want to build. You know, I've seen several things, several homes that are very similar to, to city homes, but you know, not everybody does have, you know, that 20, 30, 40 million to spend to really make a home absolutely award-winning in that kind of a, a capacity, like what you could do more easily down in the city or in a city, at least here in Denver, you could do it a lot easier. <laughs> but, um, more than that, mountain living is also a bit different. So it is a whole lifestyle. So that's one thing that I keep informing my friends, my my clients, my coworkers is that, and most of my coworkers understand this because we're all realtors, but not everyone goes up to the mountains. So not everyone is in tune with what's going on in the mountains. But that's only because most of their businesses here in the city versus up in the mountains. And they might have kids that are too young to go up there or, or what have it, you know, and it's, we all know that it's not easy anymore getting up to the mountains. It's what used to take, you know, an hour and 15 hour and a half is now basically two hours, two hours and 15 minutes. So things just take a little bit longer these days. So that's one thing to keep in mind, but it's also, you know, are you going to be up there a lot or is this just going to be a house that, you know, is more of an investment and you want to really just make it stand out, but not be so stand out that you can't sell it or that you don't have a good ROI. There's a bunch of factors in that that goes into it, but you also have to understand that mountain living is slower than city living. It's a lot slower, you know, for example, it's like, I don't know. It's like going to the Highlands Ranch, you know, 15 years ago. You know, it, it really wasn't what Highlands Ranch is today. And so it's just a lot slower of pace. There's, you know, not necessarily a lot going on always. So it's definitely a different, a different vibe. But at the same time, there's a lot of different architectural features that 
people love about having that mountain house. You have that mud room, for example. You have 10, 15, sometimes 20 minutes just to get to the ski lift versus two and a half hours to four hours, depending on where you're going and if you're going on the weekend. You know, there's there's a lot of different things of that capacity, but even more, you get views, you get uh, unmatched skies with beaming stars and constellations and and even shooting stars you know it's it's definitely a, a a vibe up there now for me i absolutely love 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 being in the mountains it, to me it's one of my happy places so i could be up there but i could never personally be a full-time resident but i could probably be something like you know quasi resident you know after like every two months, you know, a couple of weeks up there or, you know, something like that. But it's definitely a different living. You know, I grew up in a very small town, 7,500 people. And, you know, a lot of these mountain towns, that's basically all they have during the off season. And, you know, people don't necessarily realize that right away. And so that's always a hard truth when people finally come in to, to see what's actually, what they're actually getting into. So, you know, it's, it's, like I said, it's just different living, but it's a different style too. You know, I love a mountain house. I would love to, to just get up to winter park and, and have my own space for as long as I want. And then, you know, when I want to come back down to the city, come back down to the city. So, but without, within, without any more delay, um, I just kind of want to conclude with a lot of stuff. So, Definitely, as you can tell, I love my contemporary styling and, you know, definitely check out some of these artists, some of these real craftsmen of architects, because, you know, it's, it's a real art to being an architect and it's a real art to being an interior designer and to bring in all these different elements. It's really not that easy, but even more than that, uh, you know, I, I do invite you guys to, you know, if you're dreaming of your mountain house or if you are in the works of planning for your mountain house, you know, reach out. I would love to assist you guys. I would love to connect you guys with the different people that I have, the different people I know, and really just make sure that you guys are really taken care of in all capacities, whether it's buying the lot, whether it's finding the architects, finding, you know, uh, uh, different areas to be or even if something's been built um finding that townhouse that that condo whether it's in the mountains or down in the city so definitely reach out though definitely uh let me know what you guys want to hear and talk about for the next couple of sessions i i can definitely tell you next week is very exciting um, I do have one of my good friends, Jacob Pike, jumping on, and he's a mixologist. And so I'm very, very excited to have him on the show. But he and I are definitely going to be talking more about cocktails and bourbons and stuff like that. But we're also going to talk a little bit of real estate because I know he's interested in that too. So definitely uh, uh, tune in for the next story or for the next show. And uh, again, thank you guys for stopping by. I hope you guys have a great day. Take it easy and be safe.